Hey everyone, it's Susan Winter here. Thank you so much for coming to my channel. I am reading the questions that you have sent me and this one is on betrayal today. And before I start, if you are not a subscriber and you like what you hear, please press that little heart sign, subscribe. And if you are a subscriber, thanks for coming back each week. And you can also join me on my live show uh, Thursdays at 2 p.m. So this is from Michaela. It has to do with betrayal and heartache. And I'm going to begin to read it. Michaela, thank you for writing to me. She writes, Susan, I would really need some advice on how to deal with betrayal. I had a serious relationship. We were planning to stay together forever, but I was betrayed and it ended abruptly two months ago. I don't have a problem trusting other people but my heart and my spirit were truly broken by this person I loved unconditionally, and I don't know how to move on. Sorry for my English, I'm not a native speaker. First of all, Michaela and all of you who write from other countries, you are so polite, and when I'm in your country, I just bastardize your language in trying to do the basics. So this was beautiful, and Michaela, I am so sorry for your heartache. So there are two big discussions here, well, actually three. There are two big discussions. One is that you've had a breakup and you're trying to get over it. And the other is the betrayal, which is the reason that it hurts so much because it has to do with trust. All right. You're not the only one who has been here. You are not the only one who's ever going to be here. So let me start first by commending you. You sound, I've, I've got a feeling you're young. And congratulations on getting into a committed relationship where you and your partner were even discussing being together in a committed way. Not so easy. So let us begin to heal your heartbreak by reminding you of what you have achieved. And to go back to my philosophy of how all of this works, once you have physical experience manifested a relationship of commitment, then you know that that's your baseline. So this is not the only one. Okay? Number two, the betrayal. Your relationship ended, and it sounds as though perhaps this person cheated on you. I don't know whether that's what you mean by betrayal or if they betrayed the concept of staying with you forever. Now, here's where it gets a little tricky. First, to handle your heartache, because that's a very long discussion. I'm going to urge you to take a look at Breakup Triage. It's free if you're an Audible member. This is, this is like a $2 investment, okay? But it's the best seven steps I know to walk you through the pain of the heartache. That'll get that done. It's 33 minutes of an audio tape. If you buy it, it's a couple dollars on Amazon. So take the time to do that. But the reason that it hurts so much is that it's what you're attaching to why they betrayed you. And these are the stories that we attach to this very painful situation that happened. You know, what is it about me that I'm not good enough? Was he better looking? Is he richer? Is she prettier than I am? What do they have that I don't have? Why was I insufficient for forever? Why did you not find me acceptable? Because it goes into our identity and our worth. And those are the words I want you to capture. Those words spinning through your head in the middle of the night when you wake up and you can't sleep and you're tossing and turning. 
What are those exact phrases? Get up, write them down. I wasn't enough. He wanted somebody sporty. Um, I didn't hike enough. I'm, he wants somebody thin. Whatever it is, you've just got to write it down because that is the little razor that you're cutting yourself with, okay? And if you don't know, you're imagining what this other person was, right? Because it seems like if you say betrayal, uh, you know, betrayal indicates that he moved on to someone else. But let's just say he betrayed you by saying, I can't be here forever. Let us now take a more realistic look at this, okay? You may have noticed that over the decades, <laughs> our love model of traditional relationships has been severely stressed. Now, it isn't that people don't get into them, they do. And there are people that function very well, and there are people that keep the faith of monogamy. They do, they keep that agreement. But nowadays, we have so many more options. And between micro-cheating and social media, and all the flirtation and the laxening of the social mores, we find that people are changing their attitude toward what forever means. So I strongly suggest that anyone who's starting out to create a relationship really do their due diligence and have these conversations up front. Ask yourself, one, Am I the kind of person who only wants a committed traditional relationship of monogamy? And two, do I actually believe that I can sustain that for the rest of my life? Because I'm asking my partner to do that too. So here's the thing about this. Here's our conflict. In our need to grow and expand as humans, we are going to grow. You're going to be an individual growing within that relationship, and your partner was growing too. This is why your partner grew away from you, and we cannot anticipate in which direction we will grow. We can agree to stay together, but unless we have fundamentally begun our relationship by having the conversations that we are factoring growth into this dynamic, it is not going to be rigid. It is going to be evolving. And here's how we participate with each other. If we feel that we are growing apart, we are going to discuss it. If one person feels that they cannot be here anymore, they are going to be honest with us and not have us find out and by some other means. These are discussions, how do we handle growth? How do we handle when we're growing in different directions? I know you don't want to do it in the beginning because it's that blissful time period and you don't want to muck it up. I suggested doing this before you ever get sexual, but I know nobody's going to listen to me. But those were the discussions I used to have about what do we agree on? How do we handle this? They're the what-if questions. We have to understand that if we are here growing and expanding as individuals, then our partner will be doing the same. And if we have a growth mindset, that's fantastic. So how do we language the design that we want to create with our partner to ensure that we are growing in alignment and that even if we are growing apart, that we can find our way back together. Because that is how you can sustain a relationship that ultimately stands the test of time. But to create an external 
ideal forever and just plop it on a relationship without having created the construct for how it's going to occur, without the discussions, without the very difficult little in-betweens. What if this? What if that? You know, brainstorming with your partner. You can't just drop it on like, I like you, you like me, so we're going to stay together forever because it's not going to work. It's not enough. It's not enough in today's world. It has to be a vibrant, exciting, systematic creation of how you intend to do that. And don't worry, it grows too. How we decide to be with our partner and how we express this will grow and expand as we grow and expand. And the original design that you create is not going to be the final design. You don't just do it once and lock it down. That's something that doesn't grow. You start your first prototype of how this is going to look. You have a couple bumps in the road, you get back to each other, you talk about it, you share your feelings honestly, discuss the options, go back in again, redesign how this growth-filled model is going to work, and then you go back and live your life and you continue to expand and you keep coming back in the safety of knowing that we want to do this together. And so we will find the way to do this together and we will learn and we will expand from each other. So, if forever is your goal, I think this is a lot better way to achieve it than to just stand at an altar and say, we're going to be together forever, or to be in a relationship and just assume or hope that your partner is going to stay forever, because it, I, I don't think that the odds are good that it will just happen that way. So nowadays, we have to be creative if we want a growth-filled relationship that stands the test of time, growth must be factored into our design. And I hope that this helps you. And again, Michaela, I, my heart goes out to you. I would go into a sideways conversation about heartache, but this would be a 20-minute video. So for all of you who have an ideal of something very special you want to share, I urge you to have the conversations, the what if, to allow growth into your relationship so that you can stand the test of time with your partner. And if you want to learn how to do that, go to my website, susanwinter.net. Love a la carte is a model that I offer to help you discover what you want, how to express it, and how to articulate the creation of this beautiful dream that you are making with your partner. Uh, SusanWinter.net, I've also got individual consultations as well as breakup triage. And if you'd like to join me on the live show, it's every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern. And if you'd rather listen to this, you can do so on Spotify and iHeartRadio, The Susan Winter Show. Thanks a lot, and keep sending me your video requests on the contact page of SusanWinter.net. Thanks, everyone. Mm -hmm.